Ladies and gentlemen, this is Boy J. Brown coming to you live. We do love rap music. What's up, y'all? This is Jamal Brown coming live from the Epic Radio Station, telling all telling all you beautiful people what you know, what you don't know, what you don't think you want to know, but we're going to tell you anyway. So, as usual, I'm going to throw it over to one of my favorite constituents, my partners, my brothers, at least on Tuesdays. Cool. Hey everybody, how's it going? It's your boy Brandon Cooper, aka Coop. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at Jet underscore affiliated. Follow my business, Water Trio SA, Alkaline Water Distribution. Hey, the best alkaline in the city, state, nation, all that good stuff. Water Tree USA, that's at Water Tree USA, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. That's why we ain't never thirsty except for Turk. <laughs> Whatever. What's up, y'all? This is your boy Turk. Uh, glad to be back here on another show. Look forward to uh, having a good episode. EGO one is EG underscore underscore. We know. Man, what two underscore? Anyways, oh, it's man. Eric Games, aka EG. Y'all can follow me on Twitter at EG double underscore zero one, aka Swaggy E. If you know him that way. <laughs> so y'all, it it's been it's been a weird couple weeks in DFW with our police relations and it's going to keep getting weirder because cool, go ahead and tell the people what happened what we talked about um, so the other night I believe it was Friday night uh, in, in Fort Worth um, there was a neighborhood in Fort Worth where a man that, that's the indicated neighbor he saw that the house next door maybe the door was open a lot was on or whatever he called the um the non-threatening response hotline didn't know that there was one, and yeah, he, there's an, a non-emergency. Yeah, line. non-emergency line called them for to do a welfare check. Now, a welfare check: the officer is supposed to go over to the house, not even have a gun on them, just check the well-being of everybody in there, knock on the door, and everything. Long story short, the white uh, racist police officer showed up to the house. Uh, he has a body cam on. Um, he did not knock on the door. This man just looked into the front door and this man walked around. Um, and when he walked around, he saw the woman was in her room and I guess he yelled, Hey, stop. He saw the blinds move and he shot white right through the window and he killed this woman. Her name was a Tatiana Jefferson in Fort Worth, Texas. The white police officer that killed her, his name was is Aaron Dean. Uh, they arrested Aaron Dean and charged him with murder. So we'll see how that goes because we've already been through this just last week. And basically, um, she lived there with her eight-year-old nephew. And uh, prayers go out to the whole family. We pray that everyone, we know that everyone's grieving, but we pray for the nephew. Um, we hope that he finds a, a, a home. Somebody takes him in because we know how CPS works in foster care because CPS just got busted for uh, sex trafficking. Y'all can look that up, too. Um, so yes, so the story was this white officer, um, went in there with a loaded gun, had it cocked, um, did not knock on the front door. He walked around back to the woman's room and shot her and killed her in cold blood. So, so here, here's what I'm going to say about that. Nobody in this room will ever stand for injustice of anyone of any color, race, ethnicity, rationality. I don't care because what's wrong was wrong. What's right is right. There's no spectrum to tell you that shooting an unarmed person, armed or not, in their house is okay to do. 
I don't care what rationale an officer may try to give me. I don't care what kind of rationale that a judge may try to find in this, which the odds of it, pretty good, sadly. I don't care because there's no way this is this is all right. There's no way this should be overlooked and this should be taken seriously, especially in the events that just happened with Amber Geiger in the last few weeks. And Joshua Brown, RIP brother. Not to mention the city last time it was the city of Dallas. The city of Fort Worth, if they handled this incorrectly, they might have a riot on their hands. It's a whole metroplex, man. And just like I said before in the last episode, we are not safe in our own homes. Um, white people, especially white law enforcement, can come into your house, or not even into your house, outside of your house, and shoot and kill you. And at this point, everybody be on alert. Protect yourself. Protect your loved, your loved ones and everything. And just know, whenever the police show up or they are called, you know what's going to happen. So um, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. And did y'all know that a canine unit of the police is considered an officer? So if you were to hit, assault, or kill a police dog, that is the same as killing a police officer. Yeah, brother got 45 years for that. So essentially what the world is telling me is a dog, a canine, an animal has more rights than a black person in this society. Big facts. Which is all kinds of messed up, all kinds of wrong, all kinds of we not going to stand for it. So I'm not saying to riot because riot very rarely gets anything done. But it does show that a community is together and does show that people will not stand for injustice. It does show that people will not stand to be treated in a way that makes them dehumanize because that's something you do to a stray dog. Not even a stray dog. Stray dogs have more rights than what this woman was given. Definitely, because at least if a stray dog gets killed, PETA will roll out. And and I'm uh, another thing I like to say, man. I I don't want to cut you off, bro. But this has really been irking me. I'm waiting on all these women's rights groups to come out. Um, now, me too, all of y'all, the root ebony. I'm waiting on y'all to come out in defense of this black woman who got shot. Uh, by a white officer I have not heard anything from any of those groups And uh, there you go If I had a mic that I was able to drop I would drop it after that Because, yeah And you know, speaking of PETA I think all of us in this room know how I feel about PETA Have they blocked you yet? No So, to give some insight on that <laughs> I love trolling PETA I really do And if I see PETA Try to compare this woman's death to that of an animal in the wrong connotation. Oh, they going to really hate me. Really, anyone who tries to take this out of context is really going to hate me. And if you follow me on Twitter, you know I'm very outspoken and I don't care. You can follow me on Twitter at AdidasKing5 and I will always tweet what I feel is my truth. And I will never be anything else but myself. Because myself is highly highly pissed about this i have reached that level of pissedosity to where i already don't trust cops because of previous experiences in the city of grand prairie but that's neither here or there it's the point that an innocent person's life was taken two innocent people's lives actually three innocent people's lives have been taken within a month by the police for nothing and the people who are responsible have not nor more than likely will not Face the proper punishment. Oh, yeah. So, Turk, any thoughts? I ain't got nothing to say, man. This has been going on for a while. So, it's only a matter of time before a response happens that no one likes. So. Turk is in here. 
charging up like a super saiyan because he's trying to hold himself back. Uh, I mean, like I said, I'm a criminal justice major, and obviously this is nothing new. So, again, <clears throat> it's only a matter of time before people start, you know, people start protecting themselves. They don't, And we have a big response that the community is not going to like. Well, my bad, not the community. The police department is not going to like. So, EG? Hey, man. Man, I didn't really, I don't really have much of really what to say. I didn't really know much of it of what happened because of the fact of I was gone over the weekend. So, you know, just hearing about all this, it's just, it's just like one of those deja vu type things that we already lived through this. We've been living through it for what, the past five, six years now, as far as like we've got more ed, like educated we've gotten since like high school. That's been like, we, there's been an event since we all graduated that's led to this. Man, one thing. I can at least say is how many lives is it going to take for the police to stop trying to cover things up and how many lives is it going to take for them to know we know how they feel about us yeah we know and then you know just like a old dude who a few years ago when he started busting back at those cops he killed like seven of them and it was like a big outroar over those cops killed but i mean like okay like cops do this to people all, all day every day and it's gonna be retaliation like that might begin to happen if this keeps going on and you know what i'm not in favor of killing anybody i'm not in favor of anyone lose their lives blue lives matter black lives matter all that thing but you know what at this point it's black lives matter because only black lives are being taken like this man so easily bro and like crazy man it's always an excuse, too. But, you know, hey man, we'll, we'll get off that. You know, everybody here, you, you should know, or I hope you do know, you know, white supremacy is full and lethal. Race soldiers infiltrated law enforcement uh, and uh, all that good stuff. You know what? If you didn't know, let us be the first one to tell you. But you know what? Enough of the dreary. This is this is life, and life has two sides. It's got a good and a bad side. So we're going to talk about something a little lighter side, at least something lighter for me. Some of this, it might offend some of y'all. Good great beautiful so why am i so happy about this because i hate the dallas cowboys i really do they are <laughs> not even cowboys i hate their fans they are the most delusional fan base in all the sports facts the only fan base who could go three and 13 in the next year swear they're going to the super bowl it, when, was the, when was the last time they won the super bowl i wasn't even 94 Five. Damn. I wasn't born yet. They going. Hey, Cowboy fans gonna hate me after this one. The Cowboys Ooh. have won three playoff games since I've been alive, and I'm 23. They gonna hate me after this. Turk, you you excited? Go ahead and say what you gotta say. I'm just gonna be the guy. Look, it ain't Dak Prescott. It ain't it ain't the coaching. Cowboys just ain't that good, man. That's just the reality of it. They just Ooh. are not that good. Ooh. We talk about the Portland Trailblazers not winning. We talk about all these NBA teams. We talk about all these NBA teams that don't win consistently. We just say they aren't that good. Reality of the situation is, is that Dallas hasn't won anything in the past 20 years. 24. 24. The past 20 years. They haven't been to Super Bowl in the past 24 years. They're just not that good. And you know what? I don't want to hear injury, Tyron Smith, da, da, da. every team in the league has to deal with injuries. And you know what? I'm a Chargers fan. I don't care about your injuries. How about me when 70% of your starters are hurt? Hey man, that's, that's the way I look at it, man. So the way I look at it, and this and this thing is, for the Cowboys not to produce as well as they need to produce, they have a overpaid roster. 
Bad. Everybody is overpaid, and you're not getting the numbers you need. First of all, we're we're gonna go from the triple trickle down effect. Let's start with Jerry Jones. Uh, he's on his last leg, money hungry, and I admit that this man has put up a lot of money. But Jerry's problem, as he was with Jimmy Johnson, is Jerry wants to run everything. That's why he doesn't have a strong-minded coach. Now on to the Princeton professional clapper. So this man right here, ain't no diss to Princeton, but you know I'm with the Dartmouth. But anyway. This man, as you can see, there are clips online of this last game where he was trying to high-five the players as they were coming off the field, and they, and, and they left nah. him hanging. Basically, this man shows no aggression, does not get the team hype, and Jason Garrett is not the coach. But since he falls in line with what Jerry Jones wants because Jerry Jones wants control, that happens. Number three, Dak Prescott is not the quarterback you think he is. He is drafted in the fourth round for a reason. This man is an average quarterback at best. Your best player is number 21. Just give him the ball. I don't know how hard this is. I, I, don't, I don't know. And, and to hop on that, and mind you, I'm not the biggest football person, but we all know in sports how a, a certain – like when you have pieces around a certain player, it can enhance that player's ability. And I just simply mm-hmm. think with that Prescott, you know, look, he has good – he's had good players around him. Therefore, he looks better than what he is. Yeah. And, and uh, everybody over talking about Michael Gallup was hurt one game. Are you serious? <laughs> all the talent you got on that team and you didn't win because Michael Gallup won Michael there? Gallup is your biggest concern. I, 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 I don't understand. For one, they want to talk about Michael Gallup being being gone like they didn't put their hope and faith in T-Will for how many years? Man. I've never seen a receiver refuse to catch with his hands. Man, these boys catching like they got nubs, dog. These dudes suck, man. That's just reality. Man, and reality man, is they good, defense man. was getting crushed yesterday. That defense cannot stop the run, and therefore you can't stop the pass. You weren't – see, the Cowboys win – those of y'all who don't know football, Cowboys win games because they give Zeke the ball. He runs the ball at a very high clip. They control the time of possession. They get more plays on the field. That means the other team has to – the defense has to stack the box, which means it's, oh, it's man-to-man on the outsides and in coverage, and Dak has wide open throwing lanes, and Amari Cooper can take the top off of defense. Therefore, your defense doesn't have to stay on the field longer, and your defense isn't playing from behind, so then they can pass rush that is how the cowboys win games since we're talking about defense and pass rushers we need to talk about the absence of the hundred million dollar man in d law who has refused to show up he took a leave of absence that as man far as I'm concerned. 65 million dollars guaranteed where, where my sex like no i don't think he's had one in the last four weeks man the way y'all make it seem the cowboys were just that bad yes i didn't like i didn't watch anything you're not missing anything. And can, can I also say something? <laughs> you Cowboys fans, listen. Oh, let, let, let me tell y'all something. Oh, no, let, let me tell y'all something, man. Mind you, mind you, I'm not a Dallas hater. Let's, I don't let's not tell them where you work on. <laughs> listen, I'm not. A, you know, what I'm saying I'm not a Dallas hater. I don't tweet bad about the Cowboys. I don't I do. Okay, that's some size one. But either way, like. A lot of y'all, oh, man, Dak Prescott, man, he's a top-ten quarterback. You know what I'm saying? He's one of the best quarterbacks out there. And then when he has a bad game, dang, bro, we should have kept Romo. Look, this is, this is the problem with y'all. $40 million. Like, like look, like, you can't do that. And Dak won how much? $40 mil. For an over – essentially, he's an overpaid game manager. Bro, right. he just, he, he's a good athlete. He, he's faster than what you think he is. But if you're depending on your – Quarterback to run, this ain't college. This is the NFL. And he's still not throwing the ball more than 15 yards down the field. He's really not. Amari Cooper is wasting his talent. 
he is a definitely he's probably healthy. He's a top ten receiver in this league. Yeah, but now he out. He got a quad injury. You're right. He's not healthy. He's not much you can do. Can't make the club in the tub. <laughs> Lamar Jackson's better than Dak Prescott. <sighs> hey, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. And Lamar Jackson, we trust. He's breaking records, baby. Winning the division four and two. Let's get it. And we play the Seahawks this week. That's going to be a great game. And Lamar, we trust, baby. I gave up on football. I'm done. Shout I'm- out Kirk Cousins for two weeks in a row. Not making me Cowboys mad. fans, Kirk Cousins saved y'all. He saved y'all. Let's not forget, Cowboy fans, <laughs> your division has Case Keenum, Daniel Jones, and the inconsistent Eagles. You have one team to beat, and if you don't make the playoffs, I will not respect you. You going to get beat by the guy who had to replace Eli Manning. You know how hard it was to replace Eli Manning? I could have found a fly on the wall to replace Eli Manning. <laughs> if you saw Daniel Jones walking down the street right now, you'd be like, oh, he probably used to play ball back in high school. Facts. If I saw Daniel Jones, I would say, wow, that is a, call, that is a tall grocery store clerk. No disrespect to Daniel Jones, though. Like, he, he is in there, but so, he is in there doing his best, though. Yeah, so the Giants to- picked him over Dwayne Haskins? Yes. Yes. Oh man. Um, sorry, that might be a better decision because Dwayne ain't looked great this year. Well, I mean, but he's in a messed up situation. That's though. because Jay Gruden never wanted him in the first place, which is messed up. And Jay Gruden's trying to sabotage his career. It's no way in God's green earth I will have Colt McCoy and Case Keenum starting over Dwayne Haskins when your team is already rubbish. That's why you got fired. Mm, you know, there may be a few certain issues of why Jay Gruden. Didn't want Dwayne Haskins like he didn't want his last top ten draftee quarterback. What do they have in common? <clears throat> they both came from Power Five schools. Of course, that's exactly what they have in common. I thought Shanahan was the coach during that time with RG three. He was. He was. He was. Shanahan yeah, I was. Like coach. Say. That that doesn't that say more about the Redskins organization? Just Fact. that name alone. That's all I'm going to say. But think about it. A black quarterback, Doug Williams, won their first Super Bowl. Think about what I just said, Coop, though. The name alone tells you what that organization stands for. Big facts. They have given Colt McCoy chance after chance. Like, bruh, like, Colt McCoy? Colt McCoy is a solid backup quarterback. But if you're going into the season as him, as your starter... This ain't Texas no more, shawty. If you know your team is trash, I'm going to start my rookie quarterback so at least we can, he can get his bumps and bruises out the way. He needs something. And then yo, another thing with the Redskins, pick what offense you're going to run. If you if you use Dwayne Haskins, he's used to a more spread out offense like at Ohio State. You, But the thing is, you have Geis and Peterson as your running backs. Those two are bell cows. That's 11 personnel, single back. You got to give them the ball like 20 times a game, which takes Haskins out the flow of everything. So, you're going to have to pick what you're going to do. Let me know. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's kind of it for my spill on the Redskins, man. I, I ain't got too much to say about them. Look, there, there's, not too many, there's not too many organizations out there worse than the Chargers. It might be the Redskins. It, it, it might be the but Redskins. But you got to think about it, though. Your organization healthy could be a Super Bowl contender. Mm-hmm. These other organizations healthy have no chance – on God's green earth of winning games. They beat the Dolphins 17-16, bro. 
Look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not a good sign. But you, you know what? We, I'm tired of talking about them sorry Redskins because it just it hurts my heart to talk about it. It no team should be that sorry and run that bad. Cowboys ain't much better. Facts. They're not. They're not. So, y'all, I, I have something a little interesting. Something you know, I told the guys not to say it out loud. Thankfully, they listened this time. We're not going to name no names. Turk. Yo! Um, Turk Galoo. We're not going to name no names. But I told them, we're going to talk about your favorite hype song. So, EG, we're going to start off with you. What What is your favorite hype song? Man, I got a playlist, to be honest. But, like, the one that gets them played the most, I would say Heart of the City by Jay-Z. That gets played a lot. Ain't no love in the heart of the city. It makes you feel. It makes you feel, especially when you're having them gym sessions. It makes you feel like you're carrying the weight of the city on your back. And you want to tell them why you really like Heart of the City? It's just because Jay Z's my favorite rapper of all time. Turk, Turkey Turk. Man, looking through the playlist right now. He really is. <laughs> nah, uh, nah. Think about it. This is old. This is old song by Jay Z. Uh, on to the next one by Jay Z. On to the next one, okay. It was on yeah. Which 2K was that on? It was on 2K13, 13, but I heard, 13. I heard that way prior. 13, nah. was that Jordan? Bro. That was with uh, KD, D-Rose, no. What's, what's yeah. that song by Casanova that, that we used to play a lot? Uh, was it Set Trippin'? Yeah, Set Trippin', set trippin by Casanova, bro. <laughs> yeah, Set Trippin' by Casanova, bro. Put you in the face. That, that gets you, that, that'll get you hype at the gym. Oh, that's bully music. Yeah, that's bully, <laughs> that's bully music right there, that, bro. That's going to the whole, get out of my way. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 for sure. Man, if I had to say hype song, it's got to be the lifelong debate. It's either Nuck If You Buck or Wipe Me Down, bro. Like, <laughs> hey. like, like bro, that, that's, that's, yeah. I, I had a good experience this weekend with uh, Wipe Me Down. Yes, yes, you did. A real good experience. Yeah, I had to say it's one of those two, man. One of those two. Well, thanks to college, I can't hear Wipe Me Down or Nuck If You Buck without looking to see if the Greeks are around. Without hearing a whistle. Of course, the whistle. But you know what? I'm here to break the stroll lines. What's good? I don't care. Man's gonna be DJ from Stomp the Yard. And they can get their yard stomp for all I care. Which puts people who go to parties with Jamal in a very compromisable position. Because now you gotta defend and fight this dude. Exactly. And, just, and fight like for this man. This is like, bro, just get out the stroll line, Look, bro. They disrespected the party. I didn't come to see them perform. They ain't Chris Brown. It'd be one thing, you know, if they just did it for 10 minutes and then stopped. They want to stroll for a whole hour. I ain't pay for that. Who gave you the right, the audacity to stroll in my face? And half of y'all off beat. And this is why Jamal ended up in a life-threatening situation once upon a time. They could all scrap, but that's a different story. <laughs> so, mine, my favorite, well... Is called. It's not. A, it's not as well known to some fans. It may be. It's called J Cole, the Return of Simba. Hey. It, it just makes me feel da, good about da, life. Da, da. One day, Simba. The sun will set Oh my god. In my precious days. You slept in days. Girl, you gonna make me later. This is a hungry call. In my precious days, I ain't slept in days. Girl, you gonna make me late undressing me. No, you ain't seen me since yesterday. But see, I got a date with destiny. Cause this is summer that our life changed. Oh, ask me, just ready for it. I looked around.
surrounded all his nice things. You already know it. Mm. So yeah, you know, if that don't get you hype right there, nothing will. I done listened to that before games, before <clears throat> altercations. That's that that's a hungry J. Cole right there. Like y'all new fans don't know nothing about that hungry J. Cole. Still didn't get no buckets at the game either. Turk, I've given you buckets after I have not hooped for three months. That's not Stop true. This. That's not true. I am the reason you don't shoot regular layups. <laughs> That's definitely not true. Hey, we might we might have to do a first. This, we might have to do a D1 Ignite University. We might have to tape this basketball game, King of the Court, so we can show y'all what actually goes down. We can. And just so y'all know, Coop is just a bully. Yeah, let's not talk about I that. Don't, I don't hoop no more, though. I don't hoop no yeah, more. Don't know this He's just a bully. We're not going to talk about the King of the Court game between me, Ryan, and Coop. That game got real physical that day. Boy, because they little boys. <laughs> They little boys. That's this what happened. Is, this is what happens when pe- when everyone in the game is two forty plus. Dudes <laughs> 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 built like cinder blocks. Trying nah. to dribble. You ain't lying about that though. They trying to dribble the ball through the floor. I can just hear the ball screaming. Speaking of, Eric, bro, you gotta play some better defense, bro. What's defense? My man, Jam- <laughs> my man Jamal went by Eric and dunked the ball. Ryan went by Eric and, junk- and, and dunked the ball. I could went by Eric and dunked the ball that day. But okay, I'm lying. Turk was not going to dunk. I, I was, I wasn't going to dunk, but still, y'all get the correlation. Turk though. don't dunk nothing but Oreos in the milk. Let, let's be real about that. Wow. So that's you how know, you going to do me? I mean, until you can dunk on me, what you going to do? I can body you. <laughs> I can do that. And you still might get your shot thrown to the third row. Jamal, how many times you block my shot? Enough. Mm, once. Once is enough. Once. I've watched your shot from the three. Turk really be talking the most. He really, I know I don't. Oh, me. You really talking like I don't have my shoes in the car. I will give you buckets. Look, I can't cuss. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we we gonna we gonna switch gears, you know, because Turk is talking blasphemous, and you know I am a man of God, so I'm not here to hear this blasphemy. <laughs> so y'all, it is October, and October is one of them times. It's time for America's pastime. The beast ain't around, but there's a beast on that diamond. Let's talk about the playoffs, baby. Baby, Yankees. Been a Yankee fan for a minute, you know. I'm not as not as into baseball as I used to be, but still Yankees Yankee Nation's the way to go, baby. E. G, how you feel? You know, this is this is your grounds. Uh I'm still riding with them Astro. I'm not an Astro fan, mind y'all. Just throwing that out there. But I feel like they're the most complete team. In all of baseball right now, uh, I'm I, I was shocked with uh, how the whole Cardinals and uh, and uh, can't think of Nationals. That's how that's how shocked I am. I can't even think of their name. You mean the the uh, Cardinals and the Expos? Hey, if you want to put it like that, hey, you know, don't no one remember the Montreal Expos? <laughs> remember that on oh triple play two thousand three? You know, that's before some people's times. Coop, what, how how you feeling about about these playoffs, man? Man, what what I'm seeing about it is, first of all, let's let's bounce back to the Dodgers and this the poor management of the and, bullpen. And the choke. Well, here's the thing, Clayton Kershaw, he can't pitch past like seven innings. He's not a closer. They mismanaged the bullpen because he doesn't close. He also doesn't perform very well in the playoffs. It, exactly. Bruh. So so if you know that, you have to stack your pitcher. You're like your bullpen. Okay. 
Closers. We got to have closers. Like, you have to know Kershaw can get us there, then we have closers. Another thing is the Yankees, their bullpen mismanagement, and they rely too much on big plays. They do. They like, do. You, you, you can't rely on Aaron Judge getting a homer every game. Just to, throw this, not just to throw this out there for the Yankees, uh, I think Stanton, did he play today? Anybody know? Because I know he was questionable for the game. No, you were talking to the wrong person. I didn't watch it, so. I'm going to check right now, bro. We will have the update uh, coming up soon. Houston won tonight. Yeah, Houston won. Uh, let, me see. let me see if he played. Do, 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 yeah, Aaron Judge played tonight. Aaron Ju- he, uh, talking about Stanton. Giancarlo Stanton. Giancarlo Stanton. I didn't watch it. So I know he was questionable earlier. I don't think he did. No, no, no. Stanton did not play. Bro, the Cardinals are getting washed right now. They're about to get swept. What, what's the score? 7-4 Nationals, top of the fifth. That's better than what it was. And that shows you addition by subtraction. They lost their best player last year and was not going to pay him over $300 million. Here's the thing about baseball, though. You can have all the best talent in the world, yeah. like best free agents. But what comes down to it is your farm system. That's what it comes down to in baseball. You know what is interesting about baseball to me is in football, there's one guy who has more control over the game, which is the quarterback. But essentially, everyone else can kind of pitch in even if the quarterback is having a down game. In basketball, it's kind of everyone doesn't have an equal role, but it's more equal. But in baseball, pretty much the whole game depends on who is on the mound. And it's such a non-consistent game that whoever's on the mound maybe had a great game before, but the last time they pitched was four to five days ago. Yeah. So when they come on the mound again, it could be rest or it could be rust. And it's just kind of unpredictable. The greats are more consistent than the others, obviously. That's what makes Roger Clemens Roger Clemens. That's what made Randy Johnson Randy Johnson. That's what made Verlander Verlander. But it's the fact. Nolan Ryan. That consistency, and I know it's hard to do. And I actually recently started watching a show. You know, I'm an anime person. I started watching a show called uh, Ace of Diamond. And it really got the mental aspect of baseball down for me in a way I didn't understand previously. I still think, hey. I still think baseball is the most mental, excruciating sport out there because of how focused, patient, and the timing all have to be in line with each other. Exactly. Requires a lot of IQ. And a lot of y'all don't have that. Hey, that's what separates the good from the great. Yeah. That's why the highest drafted person in the baseball draft may never see the major league. Nope. Because, you know, it, it's about more than ability. And baseball is even the type of game where you don't necessarily have to be super athletic. That it helps. True. It helps a whole lot, but it's technique, man, skill. You see like, a bunch of unathletic dudes that can pitch a ninety-five ball out there, and I'm be honest with y'all, I don't know what I'm gonna do for ninety-five balls pitched towards me. I'm gonna run. I'm low key gonna be scared. Like, mo- like most players don't get caught up to like 26, 27. That's yeah. the, that's crazy to think a rookie be twenty-four, and that's why that's why it's wild. Like when you look at how great Mike Trout's been since he's been in the league, he's been in the, he's been in the league since like. 21, 22. Bro, Mike Trout might be the greatest baseball player of all time. No, he is, bro. Bro, he's having a down year. He had a down year and still batted 300. Like, Mike Trout is the greatest baseball player of all time. Just get get out of Anaheim, bro. That's all all we want out of you. 
You know, we just want you out of Anaheim. But it, you, it was remember funny. his uh, his walk up song now. Hey, he was the goat for that. <laughs> oh yeah. Can you blame him? And you know, speaking of another money man. Them Nationals are doing better without Bryce Harper. Who would have Here's the thing. You know what's funny is Bryce Harper was a, the dude who was like on the Sports Illustrated covers and all that. Yep. And the thing about it is baseball shows you high contracts for great players does not equal success in baseball. He that really, does not directly impact success. He really had that LeBron high school hype around him. Like he did, LeBron, man. He was the dude. Man. He was the dude. Speaking I couldn't. Of big time free agents going to get the money don't always equal success. How successful have the Mariners been since Robinson Cano signed? Oh, good God. Exactly. You have to think about it. And I used to love Robinson Cano at second base. Have they Have they made a playoffs? I couldn't no. tell you. I, I don't, they've been really trash, man. So. Yeah, I mean, baseball is that thing where they high-paid stars don't directly impact the game. All I know is the Red Sox aren't in the playoffs, so I don't care. They are not. We won last year, though. So, Turk is here attacking my loyalty of a team because I'm not from there. Now, explain to me the logic behind that, Turk. You're not from New York. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Coop isn't from Baltimore or Maryland, yet he's a Ravens fan. You didn't say nothing about that? Yeah, his favorite player was Ray Lewis. Okay. Did you ever ask me who my favorite player was? No, I don't care. My favorite player growing up was definitely A-Rod. <laughs> well, I feel some tension between y'all. Nah, like, can we just settle this on the court, like, between y'all two? Really, time? I'm trying not to get into that, but Turk is really pushing it. <laughs> this be kind of boiling over for the past nah. five episodes now. Turk is really, really nah. pushing it, nah, and I'm not here for it. Nah, I'm just messing with you. you. You're allowed to support every team you want. You know what? Since, we, since we're talking about what I'm going to do to Turk on the court, oh, let's talk about right. y'all's favorite hooping shoe of all time. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, Eric seems very excited about this. So, EG, go ahead. The 08 Hyperdunk. The one Kobe was rocking in that commercial where he jumped over the car. Ronnie Terrio. Shout out to Ronnie Terrio. <laughs> yeah, the purple and gold. <laughs> yes, sir. He debuted those during the uh, Olympics that year, too. He had the cra- Those were some of the craziest colorways that I've seen for a while. They had, like, what was it? The Ashton Martin pack with the Kobe, Kobe that came out there during that time. They had the Olympic pack. They had the Laker pack. Man, Kobe Kobe was the poster child of the first hyper dunk, and that's probably why I'm so biased to her. But also, that shoe was so comfortable, so light, with the right ankle support, everything. Was that the first shoe with the uh, flywire? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yep. the first flywire shoe. Okay. Even though it's a twisted ankle waiting to happen. But nah, it, not with those. Not with that ankle support. I could say one. the flywire was the first to really to start to get into the lightness of hooping shoes. Dirt? I'm going to go ahead and go with the uh, way it happened. It's like, uh, like Eric said. Any- Simply due to the fact that, uh, mind you, I hooped in a lot of hooping shoes. Uh, hooped in Adidas, Unarmors, Nikes, uh, Jordans. What I like about the, what I like mainly about the Hyperdunks is like it's great for performance and it's a team shoe. So you know if you're a heavy hooper, it's good for you. If you're a light hooper, you know if you got light feet, you know it's good for you. You know. And Turk was unathletic in every single one of them. Can we just get a one on one? Hey, 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 pretty soon, pretty soon on D1 Ignorant University, we will be filming their one on one King of the Court. Nah, it's, it's, it's cool. But now, nah, in all seriousness, uh, I think that like I think my personal opinion, I think the Hyperdunk is the best all around hooping shoe. My opinion. Cool. Yeah, OA Hyperdunk, best hooping shoe of all time. 
So we we not gonna elaborate on that one. No. But okay, so obviously I'm going to agree to say absolutely not. What makes you think I'm gonna agree to Hyperdunk? Oh okay, yeah, Hyperdunk was a good shoe. Not gonna, not gonna deny it. it was a good shoe. But the greatest Hooper shoe of all time is definitely the Adidas Pro model. Bias. It's a I'm a it's a bias fact. Them bulky Kansas Jayhawk shoes on uh they were them at, old NBA them, them old college hoops two K games was definitely bulky and they was definitely heavy but you know what the grip was great and the shoe lasted forever you would never throw away a pair of pro models until you wanted yeah to. because I wasn't wearing them and you are <laughs> and which one of us um broke their ankle and tore some ligaments in hey man ankle? I'm just saying I, 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 what was that. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> On a serious note, do they even sell pro, pro models anymore? I believe the last year they sold them was 2011. Thank God. Well, Adidas also went into the business of making the lightest shoe possible with the Crazy Light. Which, I did not wear the Crazy Light 1, but I did wear the Crazy Light 2. The Crazy Light 2 were great shoes. I'm going to go ahead and say it, man. Uh, damn. You know, and I, I, like I said, I wore plenty of Adidas shoes. Damian Lillard's, uh, not the, uh, what was the, the Lillard's that came out? Not the, not the uh, second ones. Or was it the first one? Which one was it? The one that's real light that has a great grip. Which one is that? The four. Four. The best, the best Dame shoe, the best performance of the Dame shoe is the four. And three, I believe, personally, it looks the best. But it doesn't look like it's yeah, made yeah. to perform. Yeah, I think it was those name fours because I had a pair of those. Light, uh, tight on the shoe, good grip, good, great performance. A little hard to put on, not going to yeah. lie, but. It's definitely a great Adidas shoes. Hardens, I ain't going to lie, them Hardens that came out, the first ones that came out, horrible. I'm horrible. Not, I'm not a big were, fan of James Harden shoes. Were they that bad? Because I did hear like a lot of backlash on how bad like the grip was, the how tightness it was. Well, well, first of all, here's the thing. So I got a pair when I was, this was like two years ago. That's when Harden's shoe first came out. And first of all, you got to go half a size down. So that's already a problem. So if you wear a size 13, you got to get 12 and a half. That's already bad right there. And it, <laughs> it was a heavy shoe and it had no grip. And we, we all watch Harden play. Harden moves his feet all the time. He uses his footwork. He does all that crazy dribbling. Ain't no way his shoes ain't got no grip. I mean, you definitely know the the same shoe they sell us is not the same shoe James Harden wears. I'm just saying, bro, that shoe was horrible. James Harden's nice though, but that shoe was horrible. Mm, he's he is very nice, but I still don't like him as a player. That's just a lot of people don't. Yeah, that's a personal thing for me. Um, let's see. Would y'all ever recommend hooping in Jordans? Uh, I never done it before. Yeah, I've never I've never hooped I've in never, Jays. I, I, me personally, never done it before. I guess it just depends on the person. Like I've seen people, like I see the one shoe that I've seen people hooping the most were 11s, and apparently those were real comfortable to hoop in. I would not recommend hooping in Jordans, except the ones made for basketball, except the team line, which no one wants to wear the team Jordans. We get that. We understand it. it's not cool. Unless, unless I mean, lately though, I know nah, some of them, some of those joints is nice. What, yeah. what, Westbrook shoe been kind of taking off. That yeah. If you get if you get the right colorway, it'd be like okay, bitch. Yeah. Eh, I'm I'm not rolling with anything Westbrook has. Nah, no, these shoes are actually pretty comfortable too, though on the court. Like, you you know what shoes I really just despise though, the Kyries. 
three. You know what? I never, I never liked, you know, and everybody always says great thing about the Kyrie's. I never liked the Kyrie's like that. The that's first, fine. the first two were solid, yeah. but after that, it was yeah, the like, that's SpongeBob. That's SpongeBob uh, pack crazy though. Yeah, yeah it does look nice. Was, see, yeah. yeah, mine, mine is completely superficial because it's not even about how they perform on the court. It's the fact the Kyrie two until now is literally the same shoe. Three. Three? Yeah. They look exactly the same. They have changed virtually nothing. That's see, what I don't like. See, like the first the first one, it was like, you know, your regular mid-top hooping shoe. I mean the second it, the second one, that was like the one with the strap on it. I was like, okay, they're gonna they're gonna keep giving a different look. Third one, I was like, okay. Then after that, that's when I was like, okay, this is literally the same shoe every year now. Like, what's the difference? Yeah, there's really not that much of a difference. I, and I just couldn't get with it. Oh, and another one. I hate all of you that hyped up that KD shoe that looked like a soccer cleat. Oh, I hated that one. I believe they're the nines. I'll look it up. Is KD at nine? Well, then, was it the KD tens? Was no, it, it was the nines it, it and tens. It was, it was like his, it was when he was in OKC. It was he like, was yeah. definitely in OKC because I remember. It was the year he got hurt. Yeah, what was no, it? No, 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 it wasn't the year he got here. It was the year before. He got MVP year. MVP it had year. To, I think it was the KD, was it? It couldn't have been the 11s because 11s was the ones. No, it was, no it, was a, it was his MVP year, 2013. So what, so what was that? Was that like the 10s? No, that was, it wasn't, he wasn't double digits yet. It was like seven, six or seven. Well, I know, I know, I know what soccer shoes you're talking about because I, I got the, uh, the Easter pair of those. Yeah, I never – I never. I they think, were the KD sixes. The KD yeah, sixes. Yeah. They looked like a soccer cleat. They were disgusting, and I'm never gonna forgive y'all for hyping them up. I like mean, they looked good. I personally never wore them, but I ain't gonna lie. The Rucker Park ones look pretty cool. But yeah, they straight the Rucker Park. I don't care about colorway if the design of the shoe just isn't a good design. I see don't. that that shoe. I mean, I know you don't really like colorful shoes. Yeah, that's so a, like that's KD six. I understand your side of it. But, like, with me, when it came to that KD6, it just depended on the colorway for me. And I understand certain, certain shoes have certain colorways that make them look better. But if it's just an ugly made shoe, I'm not going for it. I, I don't care about the color. I'll man. say this about uh, the KD line. My favorite colorways from the, all the KD lines are the Ant Pearls. But I was just about to say oh, no, that. The, 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 the Ant Pearls, Pearls look good. Aunt yeah, Pearls the things is clean. Oh, yeah, I, I still got my KD3 uh, Easters. Them joints. I ain't gonna lie, I like the uh, I like the peanut butter and jelly KDs as well. KD sixes. Are they inside peanut butter? Outside inside oh, jelly? Seven days of the week, seven days of the <laughs> But now, nah, uh, like going on, I think sometimes for some some people it just depends on their feet. Me personally, I'm flat footed, therefore some shoes I just can't hoop in because it's gonna hurt my feet. Yeah, and I, I definitely agree with you yeah. that one. I'm a flat footed person because too. I've seen plenty of dudes hooping elevens, ten, all, all the all the retro J's. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, like when it comes to hooping shoes for me, my I got like such a weird arch that like. I have to wear something small and light. That's why I'm like, if you ever see me hoop, it's either a mid top or a low top, majority of the time. Because the just the way my foot is arched, that's that's the only way it feels comfortable for me. Well, I remember them heavy LeBrons used to hoop in at LA Fitness back in the day. Oh man, what's LeBrons he had? It was the Sprites. Ooh, them things was heavy, boy. Them things was heavy. No grip. Tins. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think it was a ten. I remember the Sprites. No grip. You can't play. It, it was when LeBron had the first uh, backward check, Martin. Boy, oh, boy, I hate hey. that too. Oh, them joints right yeah. there? Yeah. Oh, them joints are trash. Oh, no. Boy, you, hey. You Those play, are the eights. Those are the eights. Hey, you playing them shoes, boy. You slipping. Them shoes. Ooh, horrible. Since we still talking about basketball, let's talk about this rookie class going on right now. So, I have a question for y'all. It doesn't have to be answered in any specific order. Who do you think 
is going to be the most big time, and who's going to be the most big time bust? Turk. Man, me personally looking at it, I think John Moran probably has the highest skill set out of all the rookies in the rookie class. Highest IQ too. Highest skill set. Highest IQ. Biggest bust. I mean, who's going to be the biggest bust? I think Zion has a chance to be the biggest bust, but he's not going to be the bust. Okay. Before you finish, sorry for interrupting. Can we – I feel like we're all going to say the same thing on the bust. So – Everybody agreeing Zion? No, no, no. I'm not going with Zion. Okay. Cool, cool. Who? If if I'm going to go with bust, I don't don't know. Some – it's it, it, it's something about R.J. Barrett. I don't know. I don't know. Is it because he has that Knicks halo over his head right now? I don't, I don't. Maybe he just doesn't have that killer instinct though. I'm gonna go ahead and say so. I said Zion has a chance to be the biggest bust, but me personally, I think the one who is gonna be a bust is R.J. Barrett. I do not like his game, bro. His game is just so out of control. His game is extremely out of his I skill mean, set. His his offensive skill set is not polished at all. I mean, you essentially just described Westbrook. I mean, but I can definitely say Westbrook did improve his jump shot. Not the pass. Nah, he, no, he improved his mid-range jump shot. Okay. Not his three-point shot. Three-point shot's horrible. Always been horrible. Okay. But I can, I can say that Westbrook did know how to play. He does know how to play with a certain pace to a certain degree. One pace. Fast. No, he, he can pace himself sometimes. That, that comes developing the mid-range jump shot. You got to have pace to do that. No, I think Russell is just a freak enough he can hit a mid-range. But but speed. first of all, but let's go is first of all, Russell Westbrook is probably the most athletic player in the NBA right now. I would give him that. Yeah, I'd give him RJ that. RJ Barrett is nowhere close to being that athletic, nor that fast. True. So I don't think you can compare those two. Well, so okay, well, since me and Turk agree on the bus part, this is this is my thing on the bus about Zion. He has the most potential to be like the biggest name out of this draft, but he also has like the highest chance of being one of the biggest busts in this class. If that, if you get what I'm saying, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah, because I'm exactly in the same boat as Turk, except RJ. I'm talking about the. I think the best player in this draft is John Morant. I think he has the best skill set. He has the best IQ, and he knows how to put himself and his teammates in a better situation. Zion, on the other hand, he has some issues that are not entirely his fault, but there's still something to be worried about at this level. For one, Zion's only 6'5". So he's essentially... Officially... 6'6". Officially 6'5". 6'6". They said officially 6'6". Or 6'5", whatever. I heard It was 6'6". It's officially 6'6". Either way, he's Zion the two-guard. So are you going to... Is he going to play power forward? Is he going to be like Draymond? Well, here's my thing. If Zion can be a – he can be a way better Draymond Green. But that's the thing. Draymond is only Draymond because he is in the perfect situation yeah. in the perfect he's gonna, system. He's going to be way better than Draymond Green. And not yeah. to mention there's something that Zion can't really – it's not his fault. He can make it better, but it might not be up to him. His weight. And the pounding that weight is going to put on his, his body. His, his, I can see him. His weight is going to go, like, so up and down, like, his first couple years of his career. And the thing is, we don't know that because he's 19. This isn't his real body. This is his child yeah, body. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, still young. He, he, he could be like Anthony Davis, who grew, like, two more inches. 
Exactly. Or he could be Chuck and have a weight problem his entire career. Okay, that was Chuck's fault though. Yes. But Charles Barkley is like one of probably one of the best rebounders that ever played the game though. Chuck also has a different motor and yeah. a different mindset than ninety percent of people yeah. who have ever played the game. Well, uh to go back on what I said now, mind you, I think he has the biggest chance to be a bust. And add on to this because he has so much hype behind his name. People saying he's going to be in the next LeBron James. People saying he's going to be in the next big time thing. James. Yeah, like, but you you know how that goes. That's why I say he has a chance to be the biggest bust. Other than that, I think I personally think he's going to have a good rookie year. You know what's funny though? If he ha- if he averages like people are expecting him to average like close to twenty points a game, but I think he, he can do it, bro. I mean, I don't, I'm not I'm not saying he won't, but he's going to have to. If he if he averages like. You know, typical rookie numbers like 13, 14, you know, somewhere in that range. People are going to say he's a bust just because. Exactly. Because there's a hype behind him. We're, 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 we're in such yeah. an instant that's, now. But he, he can get 20 a game because he's the best rebounder on that team. That's, but I'm not saying he's not, but what I'm trying to get at is, like, people will say he's a bust. Yeah, though. that's what we're saying. We're saying that he that he has a high chance to beat a bust because he has so much hype behind his Because name. people are such in an instant now. They want it now. Look at Lonzo. People won't accept the fact Lonzo's. Not bad. He just can't shoot. Yeah, he just we yeah. My my thing about him is he's definitely the best athlete on that team. He's the best rebounder on the team, but that's also a double edged sword for him. Because as any leaper knows, anyone who's a natural jumper, jumping takes a lot of energy. And it's different when a guy is built like Zach Levine opposed to Zion. Zion can float in the air. But I know for a fact it takes a lot of energy from him. Yo, y'all seen Zion huff and puff down the court at Duke? It takes a lot out yeah. of you. And especially the NBA season is longer. You have more back-to-backs. Yep. You have to do a lot more. And this team is going to depend on him yep. more than Coach K really will because Coach K can coach better than 90% of the NCAA in in New Orleans, it's gonna be a different kind of it's gonna oh, be a yeah. different story. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, he definitely fun. has to lose some weight. But to go on some positives, I think me and Coop was talking about this earlier. Zion is physically dominant in a generation of basketball that isn't physically dominant. He is definitely and a that's going monster. and that's you, you got to look at it. Who's physically speaking, the only people that can keep up with him is LeBron, Giannis, and jo- Joel Embiid, Dwight, and Dwight Howard. Those four people. And two of them are on the same team. Those four yes. people are the only people who can physically keep up with Zion on a night to basis at the rim. You're right. The question is, is Zion gonna be at the rim from a night to night basis? Speaking <laughs> speaking I mean, of Zion, man, y'all see the hate that he got for having twenty nine points the other day? <laughs> people were mad about that. I was uh, like, bruh. And, and here's another thing, you know, I was watching YouTube on this. We gotta forget we can't forget Zion Williamson plays with Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball loves to throw lobs, he loves to get the ball from the court, and that's perfect for Zion so he can get out of transition, get those easy buckets. It definitely can't, is. Like like I said, I think he's going to average close to 18, 19 points a game. But, again, if he – now, let's talk about this. If he gets his jump shot right, he's not going to have to rely on that on his physical attributes and he, athleticism all the time. Even his jump, his jump shot, right. shot is, like, it's not bad. Yeah, it still needs some work on yeah. it, but, I mean, it's not very, bad. He's a very set shooter. Yeah. yeah. And the, But the thing is, at the position he's going to play, yeah. he's not going to be in a lot of set positions. Unless, unless – It's a possibility. It's a possibility, but then are other teams going to figure that out? It's just going to depend on what, what well, the system basketball is. Basketball adjustments are a lot different. But it? you got to look at his team doesn't have an overall high IQ. Like, his team is very young. Drew Holiday is 
it's really him babysitting a bunch of kids. Essentially. Nah, bro. You got Brandon Ingram too. Brandon Ingram gonna do some things. Can Brandon Ingram even buy a drink yet? Look, man, the wannabe KD. Need a sandwich. We can leave him alone. (laughs) I think, man. Ingram showed some things last year, man. I think he's going to be – him and Drew Holiday in, in the backcourt. That's going to be straight. Back. I have one thing to tell Zion if he's listening. One day I hope he does. Zion, leave J.J. alone. Don't mess with J.J. Reddick Street. He's serious about that. Never miss the playoff. That's wild. Man, J.J. <laughs> is – and, you know, J.J. went to Duke too. So, he like, Coach K, tell your boy. Get your mans. But – in reality, I just realized that is pretty much New Orleans is pretty much Duke University. Yep. Didn't Ingram go to Duke? Yeah, yeah. Brandon Ingram, Zion wow. Williamson, JJ Reddick. Yep. Uh, the other guard. What other guard? It's another guard that was there. Um, Duke. Josh Hart? No, just nah, Josh, Josh Hart, Hart didn't go to Duke. Duke. I pulled his name. But now, nah, either way, Zion, if Zion gets a jump shot, and that and that helps him take away, you know, from Matthews' athleticism, physical dominance all the time. I mean, we he's gonna be good. We love saying that about players, but apparently getting a jump shot to fall is a Man, lot. Uh, Jaleel Okafor went to Duke. Yeah, Jaleel Okafor. And um, uh, Frank Jackson. Frank Jackson went to Duke. <laughs> New, New Orleans but, Blue Devils. But, <laughs> but, but now, nah, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the sleeper that no one's been talking about. Carson Edwards from Purdue. That dude gets buckets, bro. Is he going to get playing time? Yes, he is going to play. We're talking about sleepers. Come on, man. Tyler Hill gets some love. Boy, that's Not a bad Tyler Hill really wasn't a sleeper, though. Tyler Hero is definitely – he's in Miami. No one's looking at Miami. I didn't think – I mean, I didn't think he was per, a sleeper. Okay. Prospect-wise, he wasn't a sleeper. But, I mean, when it came to, like, rookies, rookies of the year potentials, no one was throwing he, Tyler Hero in he there. He was though. at the – he may have been, like, rounding out the top ten, like, number eight, number nine. That's true, yeah. So, guys – I got a little question for y'all. y'all. Y'all got any recommendations to watch anything entertaining y'all at the moment? Uh, just keep up with um, All American. Really? Hey, all American. Y'all, y'all, didn't, y'all probably didn't watch the second episode. The second episode, All American, was great. You already bro. watched it? I already watched it, bro. Where'd you watch it? I watched it on. On the channel, like Jamal told me to, because he gets in his films when people watching on Netflix. You right. Look, man. In my defense, I didn't have cable or anything at school. I didn't. You don't need cable. cable I, for I didn't know about All American until summertime. About, you yeah. don't need cable for Channel Thirty Three. I'm just saying, I didn't have cable on campus last year. So, hey, shout out to Tay Diggs though. I could not see you coaching the team though, at all. <laughs> Tay Diggs six four. <laughs> That man, that man looks six six fold two thirty. Hey, shout out to Miles J. You know, by the way, man. Oh, oh God, the real Miles J. Turkey's just trying to. Hey, take Turk a want all Turk, the smoke. To Turk, 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 mad because Miles J. Talked about his ashy ankles. Ah. Ah. Hey, Miles J. Take a picture without that hat, though. Chill, man. Seen you act, act like, like this, this before. before. Nah, but shout out to Miles J. Dude's cool, man. You know what I'm saying? He got a good thing going with his, uh, was it affiliated? Yeah, shout out to Affiliated yeah, Fitness. Man. They doing um, their thing. Bro. Yeah, he's on social media at Real Miles J. So he doing some good things yeah, over there. So, so shout out to him. him. And shout, uh, shout out to my boy Mo, too, bro. Yeah, shout out to Mo, boy. <laughs> All right, y'all. We, we are just about out of time. So everybody, give me your final thoughts. Cool. What you got for the people? Uh, what I got for the people, man. Uh, final thoughts. Everybody out there, keep your head on the swivel. Keep that thing on you and uh, stay out there stacking and macking. Sir? 
I'm gonna go ahead and say. Uh, so I read an article the other day. Uh, just be wise with your words. Be wise with what you say to you know your friends or certain people because you never know what they're going through. Facts. I just don't care what I say to Turk. <laughs> Eg. Hey, big congrats to my boy Jesse for tying that knot this weekend. Yes, sir. Another lost soul gone. Literally, literally he tied the knot. I'm just playing, but nah, man. Congrats to Candace and Jesse. All love over here, down here in Texas. Look, y'all, I don't have nothing really profound or deep to tell you. I'm just going to tell you, I played receiver. When it comes to receiver, you have one objective. You move forward. I'm going to tell everybody, there's going to be stumbles, there's going to be bumps along the road, but your main objective, always move forward. Thank you for listening. Thank you for Enjoying our time, our words, hearing Turk about to get dropped off the court. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thank you all. We love you. 